Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. We are in the middle of Pisces season, which I don't know a ton about astrology. Human design has a little bit of astrology combed in through it, but I don't know a whole lot beyond what I have learned through human design. However, I have been told by many people that Pisces season is a time when a lot of emotions can show up. And it could be through situations that happen in your body. For me, it's been a lot of throat tightness, pressure in my chest, feeling very ungrounded, feeling like I'm living two feet above my head, but not in a good way. <laughs> like very not in my body. And so it's taken every single day throughout the day. I have to be really, really intentional about coming back down into my body. It's just been a weird, it's almost been like something external that's causing this. And it's not, it's not just me and my stuff that's going on in my brain or work stuff or anything. Like it's something on a collective level. So if you're feeling that way too, just know that you're not alone. And I think that today's episode is going to be able to be a tool that you can use to access some of those things in your body that need releasing. So Elena of Celebrate Every Step is the person I'm talking to in today's episode. She wears a lot of hats, but the one that I utilized her for last week was to do a past life regression. So this was my first ever past life regression. If you don't know what a past life regression is, basically getting you into a state of hypnosis. I wasn't like in a different place I knew I was in my bed. I was laying down in my bed with an eye mask on and I felt very safe and very comfortable and never felt not in control. I'm a control freak. So I'd felt very in control of my circumstances and situation. You have a guide who leads you through one or more of your past lives. If you don't believe in past lives, then this might not be something that you go book right away because I think that you need to be open to it at least a little bit in order to have the kind of really profound experience that I did. I am still processing it, obviously, as you can tell by my voice. (laughs) It was amazing. It was such a beautiful experience. There was quite a bit of emotional release. I cried quite a bit, but like in the good way, the way where you feel just relief after crying. I'm not a very creative person in that I don't visualize things very easily. I can conceptually think about things, but visualizing inside of my head has always been really hard, which is why I'm so big about vision boards for being someone who can't visualize things inside of my head. Like I really need a vision board to be able to have that picture of how I want my life to look. So that was my only concern going into it. I've never been 100% sure about reincarnation or past lives. I think that I have some conditioning from growing up in the church where it was like, we just didn't talk about that, even though that's very much talked about in the Bible. (laughs) But it was like, okay, you die, you go to heaven and you stay there and you hang out with God for the rest of eternity. 
which to me sounds slightly boring, but whatever. Honestly, none of us exactly knows what happens after we die because we haven't experienced that in this life, in this 3D experience of being a human right now. And we won't know until it happens to us what exactly is on the other side. And if somebody tells you otherwise, they don't know. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. So like moral of the story is I was fairly open to the idea of past lives. I think the main reason is one of my friends, Mary Susan McConnell, who actually I've had on this podcast before, you can go back and listen to our episode. I think it was like August, 2020 that I re-aired it. And she's been a contributor in my most recent online digital course. She told me about this documentary on Netflix called Surviving Death. And it's so interesting. It's definitely about near-death experiences and past lives. It'll open your eyes to the possibility of that being an actual real thing. None of us knows again, as I say, but it's just interesting. It's an interesting concept to think about. And after my experience with Elena, I do really feel that I've had past lives. Basically what it looks like is you get really relaxed. You can lay down on your bed. It's all virtual. So you can do it over Zoom. You will need about 90 minutes. I would make sure that you're not able to be interrupted by anybody in your household. And you'll want to get like really relaxed and, you know, either have the lights off or have like an eye mask nearby and then have your headphones so that you can hear her. It helps to like have it right in your ears. So that's a whole other thing. She gives you all of this information, but it's a very, very pleasant, relaxing experience. It's almost like you've gone through a massage or meditation or acupuncture or whatever, like deep sleep, and you feel really good afterwards. That was my experience. She said that sometimes in that 90 minutes, you access different lives. For me, it was only one life. And I've had a lot of realizations during that 90 minutes and in the week that's passed since then. And I know a lot more about my past life than I'm going to share with y'all currently because there's some crazy, crazy stuff, like cool stuff, and I'm still processing it. So maybe in the future, I'll come on and share a lot more of those details. But basically, she walked me through one past life. I'm going to share a few things with y'all that I knew. I was born in the late 1800s. There were still like horse and carriages and stuff. And then... I passed like in the 50s or 60s, like 1950s or 1960s as a very old, I was like 80 or 90. Like I had, I lived a very full life. I experienced my death experience and that was amazing. I talk about that in the episode. It felt so good. It really definitely makes me think differently about death. I've never had a huge fear of death, but especially after that experience, I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't want it to happen anytime soon. I want to have a full life right now, but it is like something I'm looking forward to. <laughs> it was a positive thing, a very positive thing. But there were several other things that happened in my life that stuck out. And I talk about those things in the episode with Elena. So those are some things I'm comfortable in sharing. But there's so many things that now are coming up about that life that I'm able to apply to this life to improve it. And there's some things that I've realized even in just recording this episode, like I start crying in one point of it because I had a realization in real time while talking to Elena, recording this for y'all. And I'm realizing some blocks that I have that I need to go through and release that are blocking a lot of different areas for me 
dude, I always thought that I had like walls up around my heart for a few reasons that have to do with this lifetime, but I'm realizing that it has to do with my past lifetime. <laughs> Whoa. Half of y'all are going to think I'm completely nuts after listening to this episode and half of y'all are going to be like, oh my God, I need to go book a past life regression with Elena, which you should. She's truly, truly gifted. And that's why I wanted to have the experience of getting a regression from her before I even had her on the podcast to share with y'all. I knew that it was like the correct connection and divine connection. I felt her energy just over her emails and us conversing back and forth and her YouTube channel and her Instagram, but having it actually done, like she's the freaking real deal. She's so good. One thing to note about this episode, she does chat for like about three to five minutes about her most recent loss. She has three children and last year she was pregnant with her fourth and her baby boy died during either during or right after childbirth. So that was something we do touch on just for a few minutes. So if you need to fast forward through that, I just wanted to give a trigger warning for that. She does work with individuals a lot who are dealing with some sort of grief or loss, either through this lifetime or a past lifetime. And that was one thing that we discuss is that in my past lifetime, I lost a child. So it was a lot. We didn't talk about that for too long either. So if you get to a place where we start chatting, you could just like fast forward for two minutes or three minutes and you'll get past that. We, we don't go into too many details or anything like that, but she talks about the help that it can give for if you've experienced a loss, whether that's a loss of a loved one, a child, a parent, a relationship, expectations of how you thought life would look. It's ridiculous how applicable this process is to your current life. I thought it was just going to be a fun, interesting thing. And I've been wanting to do one of these for a while. I know several people who've gotten past life regressions. But what I learned through it and what I'm still learning processing my past life, every once in a while I'll have like new little memories come I'll explain this all on a way future episode because the story of my past life is legit effing crazy. And I don't want y'all to think I'm crazy part of me. And then part of me is like, I don't care what people think, but I still need time to process it. So maybe in the future, I'll share exactly about everything I know about myself when I was last alive. But it's so applicable. It's so much more applicable than I thought that it would be. So listen, soak it all in. It's a really good one. It's slightly longer than my normal episodes, but it's so good. And reach out to Elena. All of her information is in the show notes. If you want to ask her any questions or connect with her or book a past life regression. And again, the way that this podcast grows is by you sharing it organically with people that you think will like this episode. So share it, share it on your Instagram stories. Just text it to a friend that you think might be interested in this. And I thank you so much. go ahead and hop in. I have Elena with Celebrate Every Step on the show with me today. Welcome, Elena. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. 
And just for like a timeline, so you guys know about a little less than a week ago, no, exactly a week ago today, I think, I had a past life regression that Elena very well guided me through. And it was crazy. I am still processing it. So I think there's a lot of things that I might share with y'all in the future, but that I'm still processing. It's a very powerful process. And we're going to go through all of the different things, but Elena, I'm going to get into like your background and all of that kind of stuff here in a little bit, but tell us past life regressions. What exactly is that and what can it help with? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You had an amazing session. So I'm excited that you are comfortable with sharing about that. Past life regression is where we go back and explore a life before this one. So my belief is that, and what I've experienced with my clients is that it's the same soul, but different journeys that our soul takes. And that is to learn lessons, to grow and expand in our humanness, but then also on our spiritual path. And with a past life regression, people will often end up with me because of a physical issue, a mental or emotional issue, or some kind of pattern of behavior that they're looking to shift or change. And those are all things that we can work on in a past life regression. And the one thing, or I guess the two things that make my sessions a little bit different than what I've experienced is that I am guiding you on and through the life and through the session. I'm not asking leading questions. They are open-ended questions, but the person, the client is actually experiencing the past life themselves. So it's different than going to a reader who is telling you about your past life. This is the person actually re-experiencing their past life for themselves they are making the the connections. They are growing in their understanding about the lessons that they learned in that life and how that carries over to their present life. And like I said, people can come for those physical issues. So if they've been to all the doctors, done all the therapies and are still having neck pain, they usually find me. Those patterns of behavior where you're quote unquote married to the same person over and over different person, same issues, those kinds of patterns, even things like addiction, phobias, anxiety, depression, th those mental and emotional pieces and traumas. I see a lot of folks who are processing physical, mental, emotional, and even sexual abuse and traumas and grief. That is a big one as well. We know that grief can be like a trauma. So I've been working a lot with people in healing any traumas that happened around the grief and then helping them to bring back the positive memories around that. So that can be past life, but that can also be current life as well. So I know you asked about the past life stuff, yeah. but there's a lot of crossover between current life and past life work. Yeah. So one thing I loved about you, and this was my first ever past life regression, and I'm probably going to book with you again to do another life or, mm -hmm. you know, because I think we only did one, we only were able to go into one life, but that was plenty of information for me. Yes. But what I loved about you, I think it really is important to find someone 
that you are very comfortable with. And we did it virtually, which was great. So basically what I did was I was laying down on my bed and had the computer right next to my bed. And so you were able to see me. I had an eye mask on, was able to get really comfy. And and just you are very, I think being a woman helps me because I know that some of my friends have done hypnotherapy for other things. And sometimes it was like at a man's office and that just didn't quite, they couldn't mm-hmm. quite get deep enough into a meditation. So I felt very comfortable with you. And it seemed like it was my process that you were just a guide through. And that felt really good. I didn't quite know what to expect, but it wasn't like you were a a psychic telling me exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Like I was the one having the experiences. That was really neat. And it was interesting because like after a week, a week has gone by now. And after like really processing it for a week, at least, (laughs) which I have a lot more to do. But I think that most of what I saw, what you guided me through was the last part of my life. It was the last several years of my life. I was a really old lady and I was alone a lot. And that is a very, I don't know, like that is a huge theme in my life now is like, I need so much alone time and having like a reason for that and not thinking that I'm weird or selfish or whatever. It gives me like a sense of relief. And I was able to explain that to my husband and he knows that I like do a lot of hermiting and am a super introvert and stuff, but like having a reason for that was a really, really big deal. And every day I sort of have more insights. So I, right after we finished our session and our session was about 90 minutes right after we finished i sat and journaled like everything that i could remember just because i was like i don't want to forget this and i don't think i have forgotten anything and maybe it's because i did journal but i sat down and like put everything in my journal and just every day like new little insights have come to specifics about my past life that are just like oh I don't know. It's almost like learning about when you first start dating somebody or whatever, and you're you're learning about them, and mm-hmm. it's exciting. That's how I feel. Does it? Is that like? Do you get that? Yes. Insight? Yeah. That's a great parallel. I love that thought. Yes. A lot of people are excited to start learning about themselves and who they were before, and it is that clarity. It is that validation that what they're needing is real and true and doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. So yeah, it's, that's exactly what happens for a lot of people. And some people do go through multiple lives in one session, but most often we are diving deep into one past life at a time. And that is another good point that you made. So I am also a psychic and a medium, but I am more passionate in helping the client, the person in front of me, step into their own personal power. Mm -hmm. So to me, that means that it is more important for you to re-experience and process your life than for me to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. It also means I am very passionate about helping people step into their own intuition, into communication with their body and also connecting with their spirit team on their terms. So it's very different for me to tell you about your spirit team versus you experiencing it for yourself. And who was it that came through for you? Was it your grandma or your... Yes. Okay. My maternal grandmother. Yes. So to me, 
I could tell you all about your maternal grandmother. However, it's more important to me for you to grow in that connection to your maternal grandmother on the other side, because you're the one living your life day to day. I want to foster that growth and that connection in that way. Yeah. And just so you guys know, like after our session, Elena sent me sort of like a follow-up email with some tips and stuff like a recap email and gave some really amazing everyday tools to use. Cause some of my things I've been having issues with is just like not being present with my daughter. She's two and a half, like it's hard in toddlerhood mm-hmm. and not having as much alone time as I want and really not soaking up other people's emotions Mm -hmm. and not projecting emotions and really being able to hold a container of stability when my daughter's having her whining or tantrums Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so Elena gave me like so many amazing, just very logical tips. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. so. I know you have like a whole aspect of like very woo woo process that you guide us through for 90 minutes but i just wanted the listeners to know that like there it's not just like this fun little thing oh i got my past life regression cool Mm -hmm. yay it's like no this is something that you can definitely utilize in your everyday life to improve Yes. Uh, The practical piece is very important to me. We talk for about 15 minutes ahead of time to really talk about what you want to work on, what the person wants to work on. And then we go into the past life itself. We go into the hypnotic healing, the connection to your spirit team. And then we wrap up at the end because I want it to actually become part of your healing journey. How do you implement what you learned in this session? And of course, that might shift and change as the person journals, as the person meditates, as the person goes for a walk. But at least they have those starting points in and where to continue that healing journey. And yes, it's very practical. And we try to keep it as simple as possible because most of the people seeing me are also overworked, stressed, mm-hmm. uh, just a lot on their plates. So we don't want it to add to the stress. We want it to help in that so that people are feeling and functioning their very, very best. Yeah, it was so helpful already just in this week and everything that I continue to use, like the tools that you gave me are just like a literally hourly thing I think about so, mm-hmm. so much. Okay, this was a random question that we talked about before I pushed record, and but I think it's interesting. So the first time I really started getting interested in the idea of past lives, I grew up in the Methodist church, so we didn't talk about that very much. Like mm-hmm. you just, you like have your soul and then you go to heaven and then that's all. But I don't think that the idea of past lives is really like against any of that stuff. It's just something that's not really talked about very Mm -hmm. much. I do believe in some sort of heaven or like place that our souls get to rest for a little while between. Uh And we can, we can go there in a second. But one of the questions I had is I watched this documentary on Netflix called surviving death and they talk about past lives a lot. I highly recommend, especially if you're a skeptic and you're like, "Ah, I don't know about this. You don't have to go book with Elena right now, but just like go 
watch the documentary mm -hmm. and let it sink in a little bit. It's very much in line with everything that you've taught me about past lives and past mm -hmm. life regressions. But one thing they did talk about was the amount of time between lives. And I wanted you to give your insight on this and what you've experienced with our listeners. So they were saying that it for sure, they've not seen a whole lot of people have like less than four or five years between lives. Like it's mm -hmm. not like you, you die and then immediately the next year come back. For me, I know, and I discussed this with you, I think I was born in the late 1800s and then died mid 1900s, like 1950s. And so I was asking you, do you think I had a life in between that? Can you say what your answer was? Yes, I have not seen that quick of turnover of the four years. Most of what I've seen is what you experienced where it was that 50 to 60 even years. But, you know, there is a great book you had asked about different resources too. And there's one that's called um, The Past Lives of Children. And that one are children's past lives. And in that one, it talks about miscarriages and abortions and the stillbirths or infant loss and where that would be a quick turnaround where, or not a quick turnaround, but that could have been in between where your soul just entered for a few weeks or a few months and then exited pretty quickly from that particular life. And we actually just went through this, my husband and I and our family, where our son Bodhi died during labor. So he was with us for the nine months of my pregnancy. We, I was almost 40 weeks, so 39 weeks of our pregnancy. And a lot of what I have felt into friends of mine that are psychic mediums that I've consulted with, that he was coming just to experience that unconditional love. Mm, yeah. And that was his purpose in, in his short life. And also to show others that every soul matters, that even no matter how short a life is, it really can have an impact. And of course, there's a ton more layers to that, but that's kind of the basics. So there could be something like that that happens in between that 40 to 50 or whatever it happens to be with the life turnover. I have seen some when there's a really quick turnover that there's a lot of carryover. So they're coming into this life with a lot of anxiety about death or a lot of anxiety about something traumatic that happened in that past life. So if you remember being anxious from early, early years, or if you remember being fearful of death, a past life regression could be really, really helpful because we can go back and do all the healing around those traumatic incidents or that particular death in that life so that that can just release any of that anxiety the person has around those things that carried over with them we can maybe link that book in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And I also, I have read Spirit Babies. Are you? Familiar? Oh, yes. I have not read that one, but I'm familiar with passages of it. Yes. Yeah. That one's so good too. You can talk about this for however much you want, but what steps have you gone through since your son died mm -hmm. as far as like communicating with him and yeah. how has that helped in your healing? So in the beginning, I had a lot 
of questioning and a lot of doubts. Like, how am I friends with top psychic mediums? How am I a psychic medium? And nobody saw this coming. So I had some really big it's definitely one of those events that is earth shattering, life shifting. And that for sure happened for me. So I've had a lot of processing in the last three months. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of physical pain during that pregnancy. My hips ached and ached and ached and everything I did, nothing was working. I was doing a lot of releasing of fear. I thought it was tied to a fear of an early birth because I'd had two premature births and then I had a full-term birth and then we were pregnant with Bodhi. And what I've realized after the fact and processing is that I think on a soul level, I knew that as soon as I had him, he was going to be gone. And so my physical body was holding on to him Mm. so tightly that no matter what I was trying to work through was just not working leading up to his birth. Mm -hmm. And so a, a lot of things around just my mindset and, and asking myself those questions, asking those questions of other people that I trust and then one, so there's been a few things that have happened that have been really shifting and life-changing for me. So one of the pieces that I do with my clients is creating a special place. Now, we didn't do this in your session because we were focused on the past life, but when I'm working with people on current life issues, for the most part, we create a special place. And this special place can be used in many different ways, but the way that I've been using it since losing Bodhi was to connect with him. Mm -hmm. And I had used it prior to connect more with my spirit team, with my guides, my angels, my ancestors. But I've been going to that special place where I feel, look, and function my best so that I can be in my highest vibration to connect with his soul. And to get to do all the things that I didn't get to do. I love the newborn stage. It's my very favorite. I love the snuggling. I love the breastfeeding. I love the baby wearing. Those are all things that I look forward to. And obviously we missed all of that. And so I've just been doing a lot of going there to still take in those moments with his soul. Mm -hmm. I also did a Sunday service with a friend of mine who is a minister, an interfaith minister. And during the meditation, she had taken us into a garden. And as I entered the garden, it shifted and changed to where I was experiencing it and also watching it. So it was kind of those two views of what was happening. And I was over a grave and just kind of that hunched over head down energy, just really withdrawn. And Bodhi, what I could feel his presence behind me. And I could just feel the message of you have choices here, where you have the choice where you can go down this long, dark grief tunnel, or you can turn around and see the beauty all around you. I resonate with nature a lot. So he was saying, you will see me in the raindrops and you will see me in the rainbows and you'll see me in the trees and in the flowers if you just turn around and look. And it wasn't an all or nothing. So it wasn't like I can't have my bad days and bad moments where I am crying and very sad 
or that it all has to be beauty. It was both. But Mm -hmm. there's a difference between going down that long, dark grief tunnel and experiencing moments of darkness and grief Mm -hmm. and turning around and, and seeing that beauty instead. So that was a really beautiful vision that just helped me tremendously when that happened. So yeah, that's a little bit of how I've processed. I've also shared a ton on social media because a lot of this stuff is are not things that people talk about. And I'm comfortable sharing in that way. So I want to be able to put a voice to what I'm going through, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so that other people don't feel so alone. I also had a lot of physical fallout, a lot of birth injury. So Mm -hmm. I've shared about that process of coming back from a massive birth injury to after the your babies died and your physically in really rough shape. So I've shared pretty openly about that too. Okay. So two things on this one Mm -hmm. is about my past life, which I'm going to get to in a second. Two is I think so many women, even if you still have your child alive, have birth injuries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I just, I gave birth in a hospital and at that time I was like, Oh, that was a good smooth birth. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards I was like, that was not okay. Like they refused a lot of different things to me. I felt very like a prisoner in the hospital. Mm -hmm. There are just a lot of things that I think I probably need to get Reiki on or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, that, that was just one thing that came out to me is even, can I comment on that too? Prior to all of this, I also taught childbirth education. I'm very passionate about birth and informed birth, especially that people have all the information to make the best choices for themselves. And I help a lot of women process prior birth trauma before they're going into a second or third birth, because obviously when you have birth trauma in a first birth, second birth, whatever, that can impact how you're looking at your next birth, how you're feeling about your next birth. So I help a lot of people process that prior birth trauma. And then I teach birth hypnosis. So helping them learn self-hypnosis in order to be able to mentally, emotionally, and physically birth in the best way possible for themselves. So that is so, so good to know, because I think that's something where it's almost like we're gaslighted, you know, Mm -hmm. just, this is the way it is. And dude, I have so much stuff, just residual stuff there. Okay. And then the second thing is about my past life. And it's so weird because after processing it, some things have come to me where I know that I had a daughter in that past life. And then I had a son who died really early. Mm -hmm. I don't think he died in childbirth. I think he died really young from some virus or so, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And also one thing I did experience in the regression was I knew that my, I had a brother and he died and things are coming to me and he died as a baby too. Mm. And it's so weird. Cause when you were telling me this about your baby, like last week, it's like, I shut down. Mm-hmm. I can't feel those feelings. Yeah. Like I experienced that twice mm-hmm. in my past life. Yeah. I, that just came to me where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, there's like a block mm-hmm. there, you yeah. know? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That just gave me chills. And that's it. Like pretty much every woman has either experienced 
the miscarriage or the later miscarriage or the stillbirth or their mother did or their grandmother did. And there's some kind of still trauma around that. And, you know, I know the word trauma gets thrown out around a lot these days, but it's yeah. for a reason because yeah. there we go through really difficult things as humans. And most of us do not learn how to process that as it's happening. And the way that I understand what happens is that if we don't acknowledge it and process it at the time, it gets tucked into a place in our body. And then it shows up as some kind of physical, mental, or emotional issue. And so with you, even with that past life, it's still in there. You just had a big emotional reaction to something that happened to you from a past life. And that's what I tell people. 90% of the time people cry in their past lives because there is emotion that has been carried over and carried with them through maybe many, many, many lifetimes. And so it is very important to process that and move through it, whether it's our own or whether it's happening around us. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm glad I had that realization because I didn't like last week Mm -hmm. when you were sharing that information with me, it was like, I was protecting myself from that Mm -hmm. feeling those feelings. And I didn't know why until just right now question. Okay. Mm -hmm. If someone feels nervous about doing the past life regression, what are some things that they can do ahead of time to be a little bit more open and ready for it? And you just helping us soothe ourselves into being ready for that process. Yes. So meditation and prayer, I recommend those with the meditation. I know that that can be difficult for a lot of people, So I recommend either walking meditations or guided meditations or binaural beats are a favorite of mine. So I use the Insight Timer app a lot. When I send out my email prior to a session, I give some tips ahead of time. And I use the Healing Waves group. And so they have binaural beats and they have the solfego tones. And I love those. I use those all the time. They're great for getting your brain in that more relaxed and meditative state, which is what you need for the regression. I also like David G. He has some great meditations. Those are the ones that I use for walking meditation. I download them and then use those during my walking meditation. But really, people can just show up and that 15 minutes prior to us starting, we talk, we process through any of their worries, any of their concerns. And even before that, if they want to talk prior to scheduling, I do schedule consult calls, which are five, 10 minutes or so to check in, answer any questions. They can get to know me. Often it's just reading about me too. go to my Instagram, go to my Facebook, go to my website see if our energies mesh and match. I have videos out. I have meditation and guided hypnosis sessions on YouTube. So you can hear me. You can see if you resonate with me, with my message, with my energy. And if you do, then reach out. If not, there's somebody else out there for you. So awesome. Yeah. One thing that I would encourage people, like if you are I'm like super sensitive to light. So I tried to get 
chill and relaxed on my own with a very low light in the room and that wasn't working. So I had to put an eye mask or whatever those are called, sleep mask on. So if you're somebody who's like that, I would highly suggest a sleep mask when you meet with Ellen. Yes, I do put in there about the headphones and I had forgotten about the eye mask because I've had a couple people like you that are really sensitive. So I'm going to, that's a good reminder. I'm going to add that into my email before their session about the eye mask or eye pillow, because even that weighted can help too. So I know I was sort of nervous about like, okay, am I going to see or feel anything that I can't handle? Mm -hmm. Stuff has been crazy lately, like Mm just the state of the world. And I'm just super sensitive and it's like super high anxiety and very ungrounded lately. So I was like, oh, I've been wanting to do this mm-hmm. and I knew that it was right whenever we got in contact with each other that you were the right person for it. But like, I was just scared. I was like, I can't re-go through any other mm-hmm. trauma right now. You helped me to know that I wouldn't experience anything that I wasn't ready to. Exactly. You know? We set that intention that your soul will only go to those places that are completely safe, completely comfortable and completely beneficial for you at this time. And we do any healing that we need to. So yes, we might go back to difficult events in that life. The death itself might be difficult, but we do all of the healing that we need to do in order to feel complete Mm -hmm. around processing that and moving through it and understanding it. So we're not leaving it as an open wound. It's we're actually healing that wound so that you're stepping out of it in a better state than what you came into it. So even if we go to difficult stuff, we're going to do all of the healing that we need to. But yes, we put plenty of of the intentions and the suggestions in there that you will only go to those places that are for your highest good. We also trust where your soul takes us. So we might set an intention and go somewhere else, or we might jump through a couple past lives, or we might stay in current life. But Mm -hmm. we always trust that your soul knows exactly where you need to go on that particular day. Yeah, it was a very overall, very, very pleasant experience for me during the regression and I even experienced my death. And that was Mm -hmm. an amazing experience, like Mm -hmm. a really beautiful, it felt so good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I've never been really fearful of death, Mm -hmm. but it made me be like, oh, okay. I'm not quite ready for it yet, but I'm like really looking forward to it. It was Mm -hmm. like really awesome thing. Yeah, that's so interesting because for some people, the death itself can be traumatic But once they get to the other side and reconnect with source, it is very soothing. You're in that all-encompassing love that is in between lives. And you have a higher perspective of what you just experienced. So that's very different than thinking about it from our human brains when you're instead thinking about it from our higher self perspective. I highly recommend working with Elena. I'm going to put all of your contact information in the show notes and check her out. Connect with her on Instagram. What's your Instagram Mm -hmm. handle again? Celebrate every step. Celebrate every step Mm -hmm. and reach out to her with any, I mean, definitely go book with her because she's going to get booked up really fast. But (laughs) if you have any questions or just concerns or any worries before you book with her, she's so good and you're like so 
soothing and peaceful and you just it's very supportive and you feel very nurtured in the process mm -hmm. but obviously if anybody has questions for you they can reach absolutely. out absolutely yeah okay. absolutely yes and i am happy to answer questions i do have the frequently asked questions on my website those are the ones that i hear the most the concerns that i hear the most so you can check those out too and yeah i'm always happy to answer any questions too and Final question. I know that you don't just do past life regressions. What other services do you offer oh, if yes. people are interested in those? Yes. So I do. I have on March 20th coming up a learn self-hypnosis course. It's a three-week course. I feel that every person in the world should learn self-hypnosis because it is so beneficial. So yeah, that is coming up. That's over three weeks. So it's two-hour class over three weeks. And that can help with anything and everything. Sleep, it can help with anxiety, it can help with depression, it can help with resetting after when you have toddlers. <laughs> you know, instead of letting those frustrations build and build and build, this is a way to reset after each upset throughout the day. Yeah, just so many benefits. And I have lots of information on that in both places. And then I have a chakra balancing and basics course coming up April 4th. I always have my one-on-one -on -one sessions available and I am, so I had a five week course of meet your spirit team. So each week we're talking about the practical side of connecting and then we're meeting a guide, an angel, an ancestor, an animal friend, and a nature elemental. And I'm keeping it to five people because I want it to be very intimate and very custom to what each group of five needs. So it launched and sold out in two days because people just jumped on it because a lot of people had been waiting for it for a while. So if you are interested in that, you can read about it on my scheduling page. And then if you want to be alerted first, message me with your email and I'll, I'll let you know. And then I am super excited. I'm working on a grief retreat for, I think it's going to be in September and it'll be here close to me. I live in Western Pennsylvania. It's a little bit difficult to make your way to me. It's about an hour and a half from the closest airport, but I am so passionate about helping people process, acknowledge, and start to heal from their grief. So I have been pouring my heart and soul into what do we need to do over this weekend. So once I get more details about that, I will start talking about that and sharing about that. But yeah, I'm super excited to, to move into that work oh my gosh. even more than I am. So that is so needed and you're going to be the perfect person to lead that. I'm excited. And I know that the right people that are hearing this will, mm -hmm. will talk to you about that because yeah, we have a lot of listeners who have gone through a lot of loss in the past year or two. So. Yeah. And it's even, I was talking to a friend and she wants to come because she wants to process life expectations that didn't work out. She's like, I have so much grief around some of the choices that I've made in my life yeah. and I really need to process it. So it's not just loss of a human. It can be loss of a pet. It can be loss of what you thought your life was going to be. So it, it can be a journey of whatever the person needs. And the one other thing that I wanted to share about too, that we kind of started to touch on and then moved into other things is that this isn't religious. So mm -hmm. this is helping your 
human self process what we go through here between human existence and spiritual existence. Mm -hmm. And so I have people from all different faiths or no faith or no religion in particular that do these sessions. So I grew up very Catholic, Mm -hmm. but my grandmother also got her tea leaves read and talked about her near-death experiences. So, you know, she's praying novenas, but then she's going to see Mrs. Smith in the next town over. And so I grew up with both of these aspects and it was just seen as a gift. The people that do this work are just helping others to heal in the way that's best for them. And sometimes that is prayer in church and other times that is nature and connecting to your higher self. And so that's just a piece of that that I wanted to share too, is you can come to me with any belief system and we work within that framework. This isn't about my beliefs and my experience. It's helping the person that shows up in front of me. Yeah, I think that's so important to note. I grew up Christian, so there's so many stories in the Bible of different characters and Jesus and whoever talking to people who mm-hmm. are dead. Mm-hmm. So it's just a thing. It's a thing that we're, I think, taught to fear a lot mm-hmm. in the past couple hundred years. And that that fear is sort of going away. And it's all about connecting to divine Mm -hmm. and your soul and your highest self and all that kind of stuff. So just take the fear out of it. And Elena is like one of the best people I know to work with on this. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Um, I'm going to put all of your resources in the show notes. So be sure to go give Elena a follow on Instagram and check out her website and her YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And we'll have to have you back on after Mm -hmm. I process my past life a little bit more. And maybe I'll be open to share a little bit more because it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And I am interested to see where it takes you. Like we talked about I check in with people a week after their session just to make sure everything is feeling settled and okay. And if you've had more insights, if there's any questions that have come up, but I have people six months later or a year later reach back out and say, hey, this is something new that's come up that's really resonated with me. And I'll just share really quick that the past lives can help in so many different ways. I had done a past life a couple years ago on my own, where I just wanted to see how else I knew my husband. And I know we've had many lives together when I met him. It was just like I knew him on a soul level immediately. And I'd gone to this life and we actually had lost two children in that life. Our two of our children died at the same time by drowning. Mm. And I watched that life unfold where we turned away from each other Mm. and kind of went down our own grief path. And I've been calling on that life a lot lately because it's that reminder of we need to turn towards each other. We need to be talking. We need to be communicating. So that's just an example of how I did that several years ago, just as a like, oh, how else do I know my husband in this life? And now I'm pulling on it so much recently. So these sessions will impact you for the rest of your life. There'll be different pieces that make sense down the road. And yeah, there's just so many ways to unpack it and to use it and use it on your journey. It's hard to put a price tag on it. I mean, that session could be worth $100,000, honestly, like with the Mm -hmm. amount of information that I was able to get from it. So thank you. 
Yeah, and don't worry, they're not for, $100,000. No. <laughs> I know, but you probably should charge more for your sessions, but you will. So get in with her now before she raises her prices. <laughs> yeah, I'm not raising my prices anytime soon. <laughs> I, I want it to be accessible and affordable, yet enough for people to take it seriously. Because I, in the beginning, was getting a lot of people who would just come, but they didn't really want to dive in mm -hmm. to how to actually use it and how to continue on their healing journey. And yeah. to me, my time is very precious to me. And I know the people that are showing up in front of me, their time is precious to them. Yeah. So I want it to be something where people show up, they want to do the work, they want to continue doing the work and continue to use the information they get. So a lot of people do see me for more than one session too. I have packages of three and six, because that's where we really start to see the biggest shifts. That third session, it's like, oh, okay, that sixth session, oh, I can breathe again, you know, so it doesn't have to just be a one off, it can be a one time thing when then maybe you do it a couple months later. And then I have people that see me once a week for six weeks, mm -hmm. and really get that ball rolling. It just depends where they are on their healing journey as to how much they want to do and how quickly they want to do it. I'm a quick processor. And once I make up my mind, I want to keep going. So I tend to be the like, nope, I want to do six sessions over six weeks. I want to get in there, get it figured out and continue on my way. And then I have other people that want to take their time with it and really chew on it. And so they might do one once a month for a couple of months. So yeah, that's something we can definitely talk about on an individual basis when people reach out too. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much. I know Bye. this was such a wonderful conversation. You have such a beautiful soul. It was so wonderful to work with you doing your past life session and just getting to connect with you in this way. It's just been, it's been a true gift. I've had a smile on my face since we started messaging back and forth. So I feel the same. It was definitely a divine connection. And it's so weird because I was sitting and journaling right before we got on to record and i was like let the right things come through that need to be heard and whatever mm -hmm. it did it always does so always does yes awesome well i'll talk All to you right. we'll probably have okay. you back on soon thank sounds you. good thank you thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of you do woo I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at youdowoo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. 
Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.